Hey climate justice allies, welcome to Where Change Begins. My name is Valerie Zhuang, pronoun she, her, and I am the recently hired climate justice student assistant at UB Sustainability. Today, I am joined by Kelly St. John, pronoun she, her, who is now the City of Buffalo's first climate action manager as of this year. On this episode of Where Change Begins, we'll be getting to know Kelly, her background, her past work, and her ongoing work. Kelly and I actually met a few years ago through my work with the Western New York Youth Climate Council, and I am so excited for us to share all of her amazing work over the years with everyone listening. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Valerie. I'm really happy to be here. So something that I've been discussing a lot lately is the importance of carrying a strong relationship with advocacy and with community issues. Can you tell us a little bit more about your personal story on how you came to work in climate issues? Yeah, so my story, I guess, is long and meandering, like a river. Um, But my love of the environment really started at a young age. I grew up in the rural southern tier of western New York State on a dairy farm. And so my whole life, uh, my family's whole life was being outdoors, was being the land. Um, And I, you know, I have a very vivid memory from when I was just a toddler of pulling a carrot from my grandma and my mother's garden for the first time. And I think that's where my connection to the environment really started. It was through that, that love of the environment, that connection to nature that started when I was really young that led me to thinking and investigating green architecture and green building principles when I was in high school and starting college and I transferred many times and changed my majors many times during college, but always with an environmental focus of some sort. And that ultimately led me to the University at Buffalo, where I received dual degrees in environmental policy and environmental design. And it was through work and connections with professors and the research projects here at UB that my eyes were open to climate change and the role that planners and local government officials can play in addressing the climate crisis. And I just knew that was it for me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing more about your personal story with us. Kelly, I think it's so important to really build and share that personal narrative as a part of creating and inspiring change. So I also know that as a local, as you just said, you attended the University at Buffalo with a double degree in environmental design and interdisciplinary studies with a focus on environmental studies before getting your master's in urban, community, and regional planning. During that time, you worked as a research assistant at the Food Systems Planning and Healthy Communities Lab before working at the Resilient Buildings Lab. Can you tell us a little bit more about your experience with those degrees at UB, as well as your research with those two labs? Sure. So um, my time at UB was spent uh, engaging in as many environmental clubs as I could, while also commuting and working, which are regular, I think, parts of the student experience. But I really honed in during my studies on the urban-rural connection, the environmental sociology around that divide, if you will, and understanding that. I think, in my own sake, uh, trying to reconcile growing up in a rural area and now living in an urban area and 
wanting to live in an urban area but still have some of those rural connections. Um, and then also reconciling the different views and perspectives and beliefs that my family and my friends who weren't at UB had with the folks I was meeting at UB and the engaging conversations and the thought exercises I was going through with my colleagues, my students, and my new friends at the university. And so I really tried to hone in on what is going to be my niche? Like, what is the thing that I'm really interested in? And that really all led me to thinking about a career that was supporting the communities that I came from through local government. There were many different opportunities with courses that I took or with faculty that were part of my education to do site visits, to meet people in government or professionals um, in Buffalo and in Western New York that helped shape some of those experiences for me. And that's really where the two labs come in. I started working at the Food Systems Planning and Healthy Communities Lab toward the end of my undergraduate experience. And... I worked on the Growing Food Connections Project, which was a national research project about food policy as a way of promoting economic development and supporting agriculture and food access and food justice issues in communities across the country. That project was where I wrote my first policy brief. I learned a lot about policy from that project, managing a database of national policies all around food whether it was access issues, growing, land use issues, um, things of that nature, and taught me what it meant to work on a dynamic team. It's, working in a lab is entirely different than on a group project. <laughs> Highly recommend. <laughs> the group projects will get you there, though, I promise. Um, but really taught me what it meant to work on a collaborative team and show me what people of diverse backgrounds and with diverse areas of expertise working together towards a common goal can accomplish. Um, and from there, I got roped into an independent study during my last year of my master's degree at UB. And that is what led me to working in the Resilient Buildings Lab. I had the opportunity to support um, some very early level work around climate projections and vulnerability in the city of Buffalo um, with the direction of Dr. Nick Rakovich in the School of Architecture and Planning, who's the PI in the Resilient Buildings Lab. And I was fascinated by the connection between our environment, the natural environment and our communities and the interplay between the two that is presented to us in the face of climate change. And Nick had a really exciting project doing very similar work with the city of Cleveland on their climate change plan update. That work was really specific on what are the implications of potential policies. And so it was a sort of a marrying of the policy-related work that I did in the food lab and the more recent climate vulnerability research work I was doing in my independent study that then allowed me to work in the Resilient Buildings Lab with the City of Cleveland.
Amazing. Thank you so much for telling us more about your academic and research experience at UB. One thing that I have noticed in my time at UB is that a lot of students are nervous about choosing their major and their extracurriculars and trying to align their bachelor's with their master's. So I feel like it can be so reassuring to hear about your experience with different academic focuses while leading to such a successful and even landmark career. So thank you for that. I also found that after graduating from UB with your master's in urban community and regional planning, you began to work as a climate fellow with UB Renew, or Research and Education in Energy and Environment and Water for Climate Change Adaptation with stakeholders like City Hall. Can you tell us more about the city's energy master plan and the Buffalo Sewer Authority's rain check initiative that you worked on at that time? The Energy Master Plan and the Rain Check Initiative um, of the City of Buffalo and the Buffalo Sewer Authority, respectively, were the first two major pieces of planning work of, of policy that the City of Buffalo completed to address the climate crisis. The Energy Master Plan really hones in on carbon mitigation and energy efficiency and understanding the role that the city plays from a resource consumption perspective and how we can responsibly responsibly excuse me be more efficient and more thoughtful about those resources that we're using how we as local government can be a leader and demonstrate to our residential communities our business communities that we are taking action around our energy consumption to reduce costs to mitigate greenhouse gases so that project included many different energy conservation measures, energy efficiency projects, transportation and infrastructure related projects. And my role as a climate fellow was to quantify the carbon mitigation benefits of those many different um, projects. And then similarly, Buffalo Sewer Authority's Rain Check Initiative is a water conservation and water quality initiative, but recognizing through that project, that hard infrastructure or gray infrastructure, the typical like pipes and things that you think about when you think about water and sewer and infrastructure in your communities, gray infrastructure alone is not going to be able to provide what our communities need, what our neighborhoods and our environment need. And so there was an evaluation with rain check of how can green infrastructure how can alternative um, methods of collection, distribution, support the city to meet its regulatory goals that we have, you know, to EPA and, and uh, such agencies, but also begin to provide additional positive mutual benefit to the community. So rain check, my role there was similarly looking at some of those additional carbon mitigation or adaptation benefits that the intended implementation actions or the policies being recommended in rain check might have for the community and how we can leverage the city's existing resources, but also the planning and policy work that was the energy master plan and rain check to begin to address the climate crisis on the local front. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. So now we actually get to the part of your career where you and I meet. 
As the city's resiliency grants manager, you headed a climate smart communities task force with one of the Western New York Youth Climate Council's alumni, Anyang Yak. Shout out to Anyang. Can you talk a little bit more about the work that you did as the resiliency grants manager and with Buffalo City's Climate Smart Communities Task Force? Sure. So the grant management role that I held at the city was part of the city's effort to centralize our bid for competitive funding, for competitive opportunities, and then also bring some efficiency to how city operations function in managing and distributing those funding resources. Um, The resiliency part came in, I think, because I was primarily tasked with supporting the Buffalo Fire Department on some longstanding planning work that they have around community preparedness and community disaster, community design, and then also with the Parks Department on administering many of our parks-related projects, understanding that resiliency is a big broad topic and can have many different applications, but really that there was a strategic role to be filled at the city in terms of finding ways that we can more efficiently and more effectively take advantage of the wealth of federal funding and state funding that's available to local governments to ensure that not only can projects be seen through to fruition, but maybe expand our opportunities, right? Be able to do more projects or bring new elements into projects that have community resilience benefit. The Climate Smart Communities Task Force grew out of the city's interest and participation in the state's Climate Smart Communities Program that's uh, overseen by the Department of Environmental Conservation. And the city had shown interest and started to work on taking the Climate Smart Communities Pledge in 2017, which was just prior to when I started as a climate fellow. And so when I came into the city full-time as the Resiliency Grants Manager, the city's participation in Climate Smart Communities became one of the ways that I could, in my role, strategically align the different priorities of the different departments I was working on with grants projects and find a way for the city to have access to more resources but be able to also communicate with and demonstrate to our residents and using that term broadly to talk about people that live in the city full-time, people that might commute into the city for work, to demonstrate our progress on climate action. Absolutely. So finally coming to your position as Buffalo City's Climate Action Manager, which is a huge landmark accomplishment, can you tell us a little bit more about what that really means? Yeah, thank you so much for that, for those words of encouragement. It's a really invigorating time to be at the city, to be working in this space. Um, I remember having a conversation with an individual who worked at the city when I was a student at UB and asking them, how did you make it work? How did you get the position that you wanted? And they said to me, I got in at the right time and I showed my value. And I think that's for me personally, speaks to a lot of how I was able to come to to be in this role of climate action manager. But the role in and of itself demonstrates the commitment that the city of Buffalo has to building on our successes and the wealth of environmental uh, related programs that we have done that are demonstrated by our participation in climate smart communities and clean energy communities, but also the commitment we are making for the future to say 
we know climate and the environment need to be a priority focus of ours. So the role is really about integrating sustainability and resilience considerations for the broader Buffalo community in all departments of operation at the city of Buffalo. So a lot of what I do is coordination around strategic initiatives across departments. I like to think of myself as a connector. I provide resources and expertise to parks projects or to sewer authority of projects or to our parking department when we're thinking about EV implementation and adoption in the city. But then I get to also be a project manager and work on the big picture, the exciting and shiny projects that get a lot of attention that I think the community is really excited about. So working on our climate action planning process, which is really centered on adaptation and resilience in the community, our LED streetlights projects and what that could mean from an equity perspective for our communities, and being an outlet for the community to have somebody in City Hall to talk to about environmental concerns or climate change and what it might mean for them as an individual or for their neighborhoods. Absolutely, yeah. So I understand that you are working under the Office of Strategic Planning on a citywide climate action plan and vulnerability assessment, similar to the Erie County Climate Action Plan. Examples of vulnerabilities could include housing quality within air conditioning, heating, and insulation, as well as addressing climate mitigation without displacing current residents. So I just want to ask, what are you working on now, and what is the future of your climate work as Buffalo City's first climate action manager with those two projects in mind? Well, I mentioned a little bit about the climate action plan. So that is under the umbrella of our climate resiliency planning initiative, which is focused on looking at the mitigation potential of efficiencies and new policies internal to City Hall and our operations. So very much in line with and building on the foundational work of the Energy Master Plan. But then also focusing, looking outward to the community and understanding the connection between City Hall and the community, what adaptation and resilience work needs to happen. It's about, from a city government perspective, getting our heads around what the impacts of climate change are going to be in our community and then understanding the strategic areas of where we can act to reinforce our communities, to support our community with the idea that Buffalo will continue to be a just, equitable, and prosperous city in the future and the like. Absolutely, yeah. Kelly, I just want to thank you again so much for joining us on Where Change Begins. What would you like to leave our listeners with as we close out? Take advantage of every opportunity that you can. Don't be afraid to try something that might be outside of the wheelhouse of your major if it interests you or maybe change your major a couple of times if you need to. You are in school, you're at university to learn, to engage to have a wealth of experiences that ultimately will contribute to you as a professional, but can lead you to places unknown and open your eyes to maybe what it is you really want to do for the rest of your life. I knew coming into UB 
and coming into my master's in urban planning program that I wanted to work for local government. But it really wasn't until I took the chance and I did the independent study, which I'll share with all of you, I'm not the best at time management. So that was a major challenge for me, at least when I was a student. But I, you know, I trusted the professors that were around me that were encouraging me to try this out. I trusted myself and taking that opportunity, getting to work with the city of Buffalo and then that leading to working with the city of Cleveland. I knew that local government was the right place for me. Don't worry uh, if you don't achieve your goals right away or you don't know what your goals are right out of the gate. It can take some time, but once you have them, don't give up on them. Kelly, again, thank you so much for joining us. This is Valerie Duong signing out, and we'll see you again on another episode of Where Change Begins.